Hey guys, welcome to The Creative Entrepreneur. Today we have a great guest for you. We're gonna talk about blowing up your business on Instagram. You don't wanna miss this episode, so stay tuned. Coming to you from San Antonio, Texas. Welcome to The Creative Entrepreneur, a podcast created to help entrepreneurs build their business. Branding, marketing, analytics, positioning, and lead generation, plus interviews with other business owners to learn from their successes and failures. Now, here is your host, Abel Garza. Hey guys, welcome back to The Creative Entrepreneur. Today we have an outstanding guest for you. We're gonna be talking about Instagram and how we can blow up your business on Instagram. On the line today, we have a social media expert, a contributor to the Fox 26 network, and he is an Instagram expert. Please help me welcome Nick Wolney. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing outstanding. You know, I'm super excited to have you on the show today. I did pick up your article on entrepreneur.com where we talk about or where you talk about uh, Instagram. So I, I want to delve into that for sure. But why don't you start out by giving me a little bit of information as to who you are, what you do and how you help your customers? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so a big piece of working with entrepreneurs is content production, right? Like you're the you are trying to provide service or provide value to your customers, um, a big element of marketing strategy for a lot of entrepreneurs is content marketing. And increasingly, uh, customers or prospects want to learn a little bit more about what they are potentially buying, right? People shop around more than ever before. Often people need to be educated on why they should potentially buy from you. And that's what content marketing does. Content achieves that. Um, but for many of us, we haven't, you know, written something since mm -hmm. a term paper in high school <laughs> or college. You know, the, the skill sets that are needed to produce content and produce it on a regular basis are often completely different than what we're doing uh, to actually fulfill and give service to our clients. Um, so I help on that piece. Uh, I'm a ghostwriter and a content writer, uh, and I help with social media production if clients are interested in that. And um, on the side, I do some uh, writing for entrepreneur.com and a couple of other places. The biggest thing with social media is that it's constantly changing. Uh, platforms are constantly changing, algorithms are constantly changing, and so there need to be these, you know, updates all the time about, mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. what's working now, what should, um, what should your approach be now, you know, at the time of this recording, uh, things like that. There's a reason that you don't see a lot of books on social media mm -hmm. um, in, the, in the bookshop at the airport, right? It's yeah. because, you know, by a year from now, uh, things in that book are going to be antiquated. Yeah. And so I think that's also a value add is, um, you know, it's my job to keep up on what's happening on these platforms so that you don't have to. When you look at a small business or a business who's just starting out and they want to get their foot in the door with Instagram. What are the three things that I need to make sure that people see my stuff? Uh, I mean, is it the quality of work that I'm looking at? Is it, is it, do I need to advertise? Do I need to pay-per-click? What is it that I need? What are the core components of this so that I can get started? Yeah, it's a great question. I think the first thing is uh, thinking of Instagram like it's a portfolio, 
right? So this is a fantastic platform for many entrepreneurs. It's actually starting to replace websites because you have this massive network of people who are hanging out on it. Um, the statistics for Instagram and Facebook usage combined, it usually hovers around 45 to 55 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. You have differing studies with different results, but it, uh, the short of it is that people are spending a lot of time on these platforms for different reasons. Uh, and if you're a service provider, if you're a creative entrepreneur or something like that, step one is to show that off on, on IG. Um, you can be doing that in a few different ways. There, uh, there are grid posts, you know, the usual posts where you're just um, showing off perhaps what you do visually, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps you are doing more um, writing or something like that. You can show that off in captions. Uh, and then in recent years, Instagram has added some other vehicles, really. They've done it to kind of cannibalize other platforms and stuff like that. But, you know, a few years ago, we had uh, Instagram stories come out, um, which now really rivals the feed. IGTV is that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've got people that don't look at the feed anymore. All they do, they they swipe left to right, not up and down. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just the only way they consume it anymore because they know that stories is going to be fresh content and things like that. So that's a whole different platform. Um, and then you've got uh, some of these other arms as well. You've got story highlights and you've got IGTV. So you've got people actually starting to create longer, more involved content. And they're more incentivized to do that than they've been in years past uh, because you don't have to have have this issue of stuff disappearing after 24 hours, you can actually spend a lot of time and energy putting something together and then it can just live on your profile on a regular basis. So I would say that that's number one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you want to have something to show off before you go and start to Some reach content. out to people. Okay. And then number two is uh, using Instagram's search platform, the search function, to just find out um, who your target market would be, who your target clients would okay. be, and where they're they're hanging out. So maybe you work with uh, maybe you work with brick and mortar businesses and you help them do, I don't know, let's make something up for the purposes of this podcast. Maybe you do printing. Okay. Right? Like you do physical printing. Uh, so just using things like uh, the geo-targeting function or stuff like that, using this robust search platform to see, okay, who's in the neighborhood? Um, um, posting, what kind of businesses are posting? Are there some potential local hashtags That's awesome. um, there that you could just look at? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people forget about the hashtag function. Yeah. You can just search a hashtag. You know, there's probably San Antonio hashtags. Absolutely. Um, there's yeah. Houston hashtags. It is something like that where you can kind of drill down and find specifically, okay, what are my, you know, uh, my target market? Where are they hanging out on Instagram and how can I find them and follow them and get to know them? So that's number two. Um, and then number three, it, what a lot of people don't realize is that you've got people out here that are building businesses and getting clients just by using the direct message function mm -hmm. on Instagram. Um, and so after you've, uh, you've you know, created this kind of presentation or this portfolio where people can at least see what the heck you do uh, if, they, if they click on your profile, uh, and then you've also identified some potential people that you can help. Uh, you use the direct message function and you can start to reach out to these uh, different business owners or different, you know, whoever your target uh, market or your target client would be. Um, and what's nice about Instagram is that you can get to know them on Instagram, just through looking at what they've previously posted, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not having to do this completely blind, completely cold. So you build a you build a rapport. Pitch. That's awesome. Yeah, like you can actually like the, the the dirty work that there is to do in terms of researching um, someone. Like you can do all of that on platform without ever leaving the platform. 
which is really, really awesome. So, you know, so you can look at what someone's previously posted, you can get to know them a little bit more and you can make your outreach, your potential prospecting, your pitching a little bit more customized to what they're specifically doing. Uh, so it's great because you can just do it all within this one app. You don't have to be dancing around to all of these different sources. It all lives. Absolutely. So, you know, with creative entrepreneur, we're fairly new. In fact, we started our Instagram page, um, I want to say about two weeks ago, but we have not posted anything yet because I honestly don't even know how to approach it. But I'm I'm glad that you're on with us right now to give you to give us your perspective because looking at it from our perspective, looking at it from the creative entrepreneur perspective, and how we are trying to promulgate our podcast and get it out to the world. Our first step is it is it getting great content or is it uh what's our approach to this like how can we make sure that when we get to start when we start putting our stuff out there what what is the best and most successful way to do it well i think that since it's specifically a podcast um you know one thing that you're sitting on essentially is tons and tons of video content slash audio content. Like even for a podcaster, that's not also uh, recording a video. Like we're on zoom right now recording, but let's say someone was using, you know, uh, doing it, doing it old school. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're just getting the audio file, chopping up that audio file and creating little snippets that might get people potentially interested. I'm sure mm-hmm. you've had, you've had guests that have dropped this like amazing light bulb moment, 25 minutes into an interview. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, Ooh, that was so juicy. Yeah. You know, like showing off that, showing off just that little, that little chunk uh-huh. and getting people kind of curious, getting people kind of interested, um, to, you know, the people that would potentially follow or are going to be engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, on your Instagram channel, you want them to not just uh, listen to one episode, you want them to subscribe, right? You want them to listen to all the episodes. You want them to get value again and again. You want them as a creative entrepreneur to get better at, um, you know, at growing their creative business. Uh, And so showing off some of those different little components, different little elements, um, I think is valuable. I think another content build that is really underrated Mm -hmm. is behind the scenes content. Right. Uh-huh. People would love to see, you know, like the, the, we were just talking before the recording about like what you have on the walls behind you, right. Like the soundproofing stuff, Absolutely. You know, just like little things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people love seeing behind the scenes, anything, you know, like, Oh, you're unboxing a new microphone. Oh, you've got a new camera. Oh, you, you know, your, your appointments are full for the day. Just showing off little stuff like that, that kind of creates like a more rounded experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that is underrated. It's really easy to do. People think, feel like they have to be so professional, um, and yeah. everything is, you know, very, very curated. Uh, mm-hmm. but often, and I hear from many entrepreneurs, the stuff that gets more engagement is actually the stuff that is, you know, maybe a little bit more sloppy and maybe a little bit more real, and more yeah. authentic. Um, so I think between the two of those, it's just about, you know, starting to churn that out and creating you know, a footprint so that people mm-hmm. can start to see, um, you know, not only see what, what the creative entrepreneur podcast is up to, but then also, you know, if you want to 
a prospect for potential guests down the line, or, you know, maybe you want to be interviewing on someone's podcast and you want to interview them on yours, you know, just like giving them an idea of, okay, this is what this looks like. Um, okay. I'm cool. I'm cool with what's happening in this space. I'm into this. Wow. That was a really valuable mic drop moment that someone did two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I want to be on this podcast. Um, but, but if you don't put that content out there, then people won't be able to have those moments. That's amazing advice. I'm so glad I have you on the show today. <laughs> That'll be $1,000. Because you know what? It's stuff that you think about. It's stuff that you're like, okay, I need to do this. I need to, you know, put excerpts and I need to have certain areas where, you know, there's a lot of meat in this particular segment. And man, it's super valuable. I can't believe that we just got this guy and he gave us this information. And there's all these little areas where we can put stuff out there and, and have people get engaged in that way. And I, honestly, I've just been neglecting Instagram. I've been on Facebook groups. We just started one today, honestly. Uh, we have a, a Facebook uh, page and we, of course we have our website, thecreativeentrepreneur.net. But I guess it's, you know, it's, it's systemic. You just com- continually trying to grow. And, and then as you, as you build your business, as you grow, you start to think of more things that you can incorporate in it. And obviously, you know, Instagram is a, is a major platform to build your business. What are some of the challenges that you see right now, small business face when they're trying to do this? For Instagram in particular, I think what has started to come up a lot is that it it's getting really competitive, right? Like you've just got a lot of people hanging out on that platform. I think also a risk that is starting to emerge is that you have a uh, follower envy. Um, you know, you've got people that are kind of, they're going down the dark road, right? Like mm-hmm. they're, they're buying their followers or they're, they're using kind of black hat tactics um, in order to, in order to build their numbers, especially now that like count has been taken away, which was like a recent design oh, update. Really? Um, and I think that that is, uh, people feel like follower count and follower size is the only thing that matters. But you have, I guess what I would empower people with is that you have many people that have uh, channels or accounts that have 500 or 1,000 followers mm-hmm. that, that are doing a full-time business, right? Because it's it doesn't matter so much in terms of follower and follower count and things like that and having this kind of influencer aspiration yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what matters is creating something that's of value and then connecting to people that you can potentially add value to. Absolutely. Right? Like that's just the name of the game. Yeah. Um, I think that's true for all platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think on, uh, <laughs> I think Instagram is kind of uh, like influencer central right now, Absolutely. you know, in terms of uh, people that want to, uh, uh, put flowers in their hair and dance around at music festivals and just, you know, get endorsements from it as a result. Right. You know, and that's like, that's, that's tricky. What's also tricky is that you've got some people with genuine followings that are mm-hmm. commanding genuine sponsorship numbers. Um, and so that, you know, since that technically exists, you have a whole population of people that are like, well, I, I'll just document my life and be pretty 
and then companies will want to pay me money. Yeah. And that is <laughs> like, I think there's, uh, I don't know the statistics exactly off the top of my head, but you know, like, like one of Gen Z's uh, uh, highest uh, career aspirations is influencer. You know? yeah. And it, you know, it's because they just, they, they see that working. Um, but I think that, well, they, they get paid. They get paid to do that sometimes. I mean, like, you know, a lot, some companies will pay them just to mention them, you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of these influencers, they go on, on, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers. If they just mention you once, you know, that you're going to have followers and, and then right. they'll charge you for that. And I've noticed that a lot of photographers pay for that. We're, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but we have gray bug photography. Mm-hmm. And yep. so, um, a lot of times they'll reach out to me and say, Hey, we want to post you. We want to feature you on our, on our Instagram. I'm like, great. You know, here's my profile, you know? And, uh, they're like, it's only $25 or $35 for one post. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, that's not going to happen. I was like, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't happen for me that way. I just, I don't know if it's just because, uh, uh it's not as important to me or just because I know that people who are genuinely interested in gray bug photography are going to sign up or, or like our page based on our, our technique and our work, not just because some, uh, influence or somebody out there posted our, or reposted our, uh, our Instagram post And then we got likes, but then again, it doesn't even really factor in that much more because they're going to their site and it isn't until they go and, and like your, your Instagram post and then go to your post or to your profile and then uh, become a follower. So I don't know. It just, uh, to me, it just seems like uh, there's a lot of ways to make money. Obviously there's people out there dancing and doing their thing and on, on Instagram. So, I mean, there's ways to make money and, and yeah, other ways I think to what doing makes it. it slippery is, you know, that, so Instagram or excuse me, influencer marketing is one of a number of business models that will work on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that model is getting um, increasing visibility oh. and people, uh, an increasing number of aspiring entrepreneurs saying, oh, I got to do it that way. I like this platform and I want to be on this platform. When in fact, it can be just a channel that you use to, again, show off your work uh, locate who your you know, potential target client would be and then reach out to that client and potentially build a relationship and or a new client mm-hmm. uh, or a new sale for your product or your program, right? Um, and so I think that uh, you you can choose whatever uh, path you want to go down, mm-hmm. um, but like just being intentional with what your what your approach. That is could be an interesting way to monetize whatever it is you're doing. I think maybe like you you're reaching out to a mm-hmm. business, you maybe could get a sponsorship, or you know get somebody like you said to come onto the show for a podcast, or even uh, models if you wanted to go out there and look for models or people who want uh, to uh, they want to improve their their portfolio through modeling or acting or whatever. Yeah, and I think what also comes up too is on the advertiser side, on the business side, they have to grapple with the question, are the these influencers, followers actually engaged? Like, are they actually legitimate? It's actually a big conversation happening in the advertising space mm-hmm. because now you've got more and more companies that are saying, um, okay, should we be spent like, the statistics are clear that younger generations are increasingly 
disinterested with ads, mm. right? Like if they see an ad in their feed, they're just like, ugh, it's an ad, get it out of my feed, right? Um, and that is happening with, you know, more and more, uh, there's more uh, <laughs> disgust, disdain mm-hmm. yeah. for advertising as a way to get the word out. Yeah. Um, but the tricky thing is, you know, you've got people that are responsible for a budget, responsible for producing results for their business, and they're, they're weighing the pros and cons of giving money to an online personality to name drop their product. Um, but, you know, you've got some, it, it's like the Wild West uh, of advertising right now, because you've got some people that will take $10,000 of your money and bring it back to you 50 fold. Yeah. And then you've got uh, other influencers that, or, you know, uh, so-called uh, whether micro influencer, whatever, something mm-hmm. like that. You've got other people that um, actually have no gravity to their platform. Like their people are, uh, they're not engaged pictures, right? Like they're not actually going to shell out any money or, you know, buy stuff that's on the platform. So it's, it's like the, it's like a, the wild west. (laughs) I feel like a lot of these, uh, small businesses, uh, want to start. Do you, do you feel like there's anything holding them back? Oh, absolutely. I think there's, well, a lot of the stuff that will hold someone back, um, is, you know, this, space between your ears, right? I think it's tricky to spend a ton of time uh, in a room by yourself deciding how it's going to go. You know, it's like just, you got to just start now. And the more, it's almost like a little bit of a double-edged sword because the more um, entrepreneurial content you consume, the more potential there is for you to decide in your head what is right and what is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, like the guarantee is that when you start, it's going to be real messy and your assumptions are going to be proven wrong. Um, the things that you might try to sell or, uh, or show to people from, you know, even in terms of a content perspective, you're trying to build your audience, you're trying to build your list, you know, you're like, I'm going to add so much value and it's crickets. And then, you know, you post something else that was really lackadaisical and sloppy and it becomes your best work and, and you're just like WTF, <laughs> right? So it's, it's like when it's starting, it's the most messy, it's the most uh, I would assert <laughs> demoralizing, mm-hmm. right? Like you're constantly having your expectations and your assumptions checked or proven wrong, uh, things like that. And um, and I think we have gotten more and more insulated mm-hmm. over the years uh, from rejection, mm-hmm. right? Like very much gone are the days of picking up the phone and cold calling 100 or 200 or 300 businesses, uh, you know, because now we, we can do so much of this prospecting online. So even to go back to, um, you know, the entrepreneur article that I wrote that you reached out to me based on it, you know, like going to reach out to three local businesses, you know, through yeah. a direct message. It's like, you know, nowadays, since we're so like, we're so rusty yeah. on that, like you'll reach out to three or five or 10 businesses and then you're like, Oh my God, I got to have a glass of wine after that. It's <laughs> two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, it's yeah. because it's just that like, we're so rusty on that. Yeah. Well, you know, the more um, you do so it, think- the more you do it, the more confident you get, the more, mm-hmm. you know, the more you talk to people, the better uh, you get at speaking, uh, Believe me, I am not DJ ABC and I'm not the greatest speaker there is. I'm with the ums and likes and uh, there's all kinds of things that come out of my mouth. And um, I say things that are funny. Like yesterday, 
we did a podcast and you ever see that Stewie episode where he's like, why are you emphasizing the in the whipped cream or the, the cool whip? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't until afterwards, after I recorded it, that I realized that I kept going and then, and the, uh, well, anyways, that's besides the point, but you know, you, you, you gain confidence, you read more, you start learning more when you're in your articles, uh, you start to write more. And the more you do that, the more confident you get in, in helping other people with their, their business. And so if you want to talk about marketing or market analysis or branding or leadership, and you've already written, uh, you've done the research on leadership, for example, and you've written an article, then you can speak intelligently about it. And we spoke about this previously or earlier about being an expert in a certain area. And I think that if you can speak intelligently about a certain area, a certain subject, then and even educate people on that and uh, to the point where they learn something, I, I would consider you an expert in that area. And so being that you're able to talk to people about Instagram and help them build their business through Instagram, you are more than qualified to be an expert in, <laughs> you know, in, in that area. So, uh, I mean, we talk about the challenges, we talk about the mentality, the mindset being in, in the Instagram platform and what you need to do with excerpts and, and building your business. We usually like to close the podcast with, you know, three rules that you live by some some philosophy that you go by do you have any of those yeah it's funny we were talking about this before the um before we hit record but i um so i prior to marketing uh i actually went to school for music school um and so if anyone needs a, a classical french hornist um you know we'll get my contact info uh in the <laughs> afterward <laughs> um, so well, while i don't do that anymore that system as i think probably with you as well and a lot of listeners um like when you pursue something creative or perhaps a sport or something like that that, like you learn a system for success and a system for improvement, and then you're able to apply that in all the other areas of your life, right? Mm -hmm. So when I went to the, um, I'm in Houston, I went to the um, Rice University, which has a great music conservatory. And my teacher at that music conservatory had a, like a three pronged system. Um, that made a lot of his students very, very successful. The prong number one, what, and this was a three prong system about, uh, about practicing, about how to organize as you're practicing, right? Mm -hmm. So prong number one was, uh, we called it nuts and bolts. And it was just fundamentals, right? You know, like, you know, for you, it's it's how to operate the aperture, how to, you know, adjust in low lighting, like all of that stuff. So it's just like learning the fundamentals and um, bringing yourself back to those each mm -hmm. day. Um, prong number two is, uh, we would call it repertoire. And that's just all of your responsibilities that you have to other people, <laughs> you know? So if you're an entrepreneur, then it's clients. Uh, if you're an artist, then, you know, maybe you've got um, some different responsibilities for us as musicians. It was okay. You got to know your music for orchestra. You got to know your music for uh, string quartet, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, the problem a lot of entrepreneurs get into is that they stop doing fundamentals and they start to only do, like their client work. And that's where you, like the resentment starts to breed. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of the secret sauce, this third prong uh, was called the fun session. And it was just like kind of unorthodox, you know, in a conservatory, everyone's kind of stressed out. Everyone's trying to be first chair and, you know, all oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, but this teacher would advocate, you know, you have to keep your fire burning bright 
that is very, you have to love your craft. You have to love what you do and you have to make uh, an intentional effort to cultivate that. Um, and so one third of all the practicing that he wanted us to do, he wanted it to be this thing called the fun session, which is just, okay, like go, like go do something fun. Okay. Oh, Oh, Nick, you want to learn every Rihanna song and every key. Okay. That's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> but like not, go knock yourself out. That lights you up. Go for it. Um, and as a result of that, you keep the association of that, like being happy and excited mm-hmm. uh, with your craft. Um, and so I think like those, those three pieces have really spilled over into other areas. I mean, it's spilled over into my profession in terms of producing content, you know, like if I'm feeling off, okay, like which of my, which of these three areas am I you know, deficient in right now? Um, and, and then I think also just even like kind of as an outlook for life, you know, like, like focusing on the basics, you know, fulfill on, you know, the promises you made to other people and, you know, ensure that you have fun here and there. Um, and so I think, you know, that's just, it, it was weird because it was, it was just my assignments in school, um, yeah. you know, for how to, how to play the French horn. Um, but it's ended up uh, you know, that's, turning into that's such, such great advice. I'm so glad to have had you on the show, man. You're an inspiration to me and, and our listeners. Uh, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Um, where I'm hanging out a lot right now, I am on Instagram. Uh, it's just my name. Uh, I'm also spending a lot of time on Medium, uh, which mm. is a social media platform for writers. Uh, lots of great articles all over Medium. Um, so if you've never heard of it, check it out. Um, but I am there. Um, and if you want to get in touch, uh, you can just email me, nick at nickwolney.com. Uh, and my website is uh, nickwolney.com. Awesome. There you go, guys. Nick Wolney. It was a pleasure having you on the show today. You're an inspiration to me and our listeners. And I'm so glad to have had you on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Abel. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, guys, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe and check out our website at thecreativeentrepreneur.net and hopefully soon our Instagram, which uh, is TCE Podcasting. So hope to see you guys then. And uh, until next week, keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to The Creative Entrepreneur. Please click the show notes for additional information. Want to know more? Click on the subscribe button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by visiting us at tcepodcast.net.